Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Mandy and Allison from Soul Star Energy Collective. We are intuitive, intuitives. <laughs> we're intuitive. What are we? We're healers, but we're also teachers. What we- are we? <laughs> and we really, really feel passionate about teaching others how to connect to their spiritual gifts um, because it has been so life changing and it's something that everybody can access. So that is what we do at Soul Star Energy Collective. <laughs> how are you today, Allie? I'm good. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I woke up at like, I thought my clock said one and I was like, what? And I'm like, what kind of time dilation is happening here? And, and I was totally like messed up about it because it just felt like I had just like the whole night had gone by. And so I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell Mandy this like time dilation on steroids. <laughs> and, and so then I got to go to the bathroom and then I have uh, like the thermostat thing in my bathroom and it says the time as well. And so I just happened to look over and it was like 4.30. Oh, lame. <laughs> That's so funny. You say that though, because the other night I was, I was like, I felt like the longest night ever. And I was like, I I woke up multiple times just, you know, quickly, Yeah. but I had this sense that I was doing a lot of healing work and there was a lot of beings working with me in my sleep time, but it literally felt like this night lasted forever. And by the time. Isn't that what we want though? I I was well rested. (laughs) you know so why do we get mad I was well I was kind of like wow what's taking so long but also grateful because I just you know I'm not much of a morning person <laughs> you get up so early though I do I, I, str- I struggle I, I, I don't struggle. get up what time do you get up well I used to get up early but now that I work from home I get up the latest that I possibly can so I drive the kids so it's 7 45 I'm like I get up Oh, see, I get up at seven, well, 645 yeah. to seven. See? What? See, that feels late Early. to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be people listening. They're like, oh my God, I get up at 530 every morning. Well, I used to get up at 450 to do boot oh, yeah. camp, yeah. right? And uh, that was just my norm. And I was totally fine. And I'm like, and I'm good. Like when I, when I'm in that routine, it's not like I get up and I'm like, grow grouchy with everybody no that's not me um I'm like once I get up I'm like fine mm-hmm. but it's like now that I don't have to get up to get ready and all the things I'm like then I just like and now I stay up later and everything's just mm-hmm. pushing yeah over. I can see how it, like if I was single or I didn't have um like because I go to bed at the same time as Nick because I don't know why I just feel mm-hmm. like we should go to bed together um yeah. and he goes to bed like he's fucking 65 like he's in bed sometimes at nine and I'm like okay like we'll just hang out that's kind of like our time together we'll hang out in bed we'll watch a show together or and we'll catch up and we'll Mm. talk about the plans for the next day like that's kind of our time together um and then we don't usually turn lights out till 10 30 but um sometimes it's early (laughs) it feels early I just like never watch tv in in bed yeah we do so I think that's probably and like Kev used to go to bed early sometimes Mm -hmm. and I'm like heck no like I love my time once the kids go to sleep Mm -hmm. I just need that alone time where even even like Kev going when he would go um it was just like this alone time nobody was around I'm like I just like my alone time but even now like I don't have a tv in my in my room Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was a long one intro on (laughs) our bedtime routine (laughs) 
You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Well, that. what are we what are we talking about today? Oh, uh, kind Into of like it. a mis- mix mash of everything. <laughs> kind of We're like doing like a we casserole. We're doing like yeah. a casserole of all like the leftovers in the fridge. Where you throw everything in. <laughs> yeah. And then like you bake a- it. A pot of with a barf. can of cream of chicken mushroom soup. Uh, nope. <laughs> oh my god, I we're not gonna get very I far can't. today. No, we're not. Mushroom soup. <laughs> it's like little boogers floating around. It's awful. It's awful. I hate when my mom will like make a dish and then she'll use that in it, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> what are these boogers floating around for? <laughs> oh, okay, carry on. So. Um, we're going to talk about uh, mixed casserole, um, <laughs> and it's going to be about um, surrendering, um, which we've talked about. Don't worry, guys. This could be different. <laughs> we just like to like record our thoughts sometimes. Well, we, and we've had some really amazing conversations recently about like yeah. almost like newer awareness around some of these concepts that have yeah. sort of and the and, and being able to like really feel into the energy of these realizations. Um, yeah. It just feels different right now. Well, and I think we're going to constantly have that because we're going to be yeah. leveling up, you know, so, you know, evolution. Our, our evolution. <laughs> um, our evolution of healing has changed over the years, right? So I'm like, it has completely changed on how we do it. And so like, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about, um, you know, even that stuff, like how our self-reflection is so automatic now and on the spot and mm-hmm. we're so self-aware and, um, you know, all the things, even talking, we're even going to talk about our, our last podcast episode about spirit babies and like the, like, you know, ha-ha, aha. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, of the ancestors that yeah. the spirit babies are our future ancestors and we have a responsibility to them that was okay let's start with that one because let's start that with one, that one okay. yeah but probably also because we just release that episode so anybody that's coming into this episode will be fresh in their minds too but yes. it did um so there was this if you haven't heard this episode yet just go back uh to the last episode um but we had christine McGlinchy on and she was talking about spirit babies and you know a lot of times people feel like spirit babies is the baby that you're going to birth and bring forward in this lifetime as a child but there's spirit babies that are actually around people who are future ancestors. So for example, I have a spirit baby around me that is my great granddaughter and she's here, right? So cute. I want to name her. She's like, we say, we say like, we, it's funny. We're like, wait, we should name her. Remember how she's like a, a, a very old soul, old soul, amazing soul that is like guiding you. And we're like, I, but it's funny because when I connect to her in meditation, she is like a baby to me. And I'm like, okay, because I asked spirit, I was like, why does she present as a babe, like a child, like a, a toddler to me um, when she's clearly like this really old soul and she's more than just that. And they're like, well, when you connect to your children, like Aubrey and Jace, for example, you don't connect to their higher selves. Like, in a sense, like mm. they present themselves to you as your as your children, because that's how you know them. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. So she because I was like, why can't I connect to her as like this being like this beautiful cosmic, you know, almost like um, a grandmother. Could, 
Well, it's just could, the though. way she presents herself. To, I'm sure yeah. I could, but that's the way she presents herself to me as a toddler. And I'm like, well, this is so strange to like receive all this wisdom from a toddler, right? <laughs> but it's true. I mean, this is just the way it's working are you, out. So. Are you going to start going to like your um, nieces and nephews and being like, what guidance do you have for oh. me? They're like little oracles. Yeah. And you're just like, tell, tell me, me what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> your sister's going to be like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but having Well, because I connected to her. Yeah. And I don't think we talked about that. No, we didn't. No. So we, after that episode, um, yeah, we, we, Mandy was like, Allison, go in. <laughs> okay. Because I, um, I was like, what is she doing here? Because at that time. We had just re- we had just learned that that could be an option, and I was like, "Oh, we're both like that makes so much more sense for yeah. my situation." Yeah, because it just wasn't making sense, and I know, like with myself, like when you were like, "Well, no, I think there's another baby," and I'm like, "I don't know, I just it doesn't feel like it," and it was like, "I don't know." So yeah, when we went, when I went in, um, definitely I started to get like the heart palpitations and some nausea, and usually that means for me that the being I'm connecting to is a very high vibration. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when a, when a, when you're connecting to a higher vibration that than where you are at, you know, there's that gap between the two vibrations. So, you know, you can feel a difference because, you know, there's so much room to, and the further that gap is, you know, it can affect you physically. And so I was like, okay, so I'm like, we've got a high vibrational being. And um, she was quite uh, serious, I found, or like her energy um, was very stern. serious and stern. Yeah, kind of matter of fact uh, type of thing. And so I was like, that was so, so interesting and so cool. And it was just kind of like, I don't even remember. Do you remember what I said? You know, you know, I, you don't remember these things once you're, you know, when it. you're receiving, it's hard to remember. Yeah. I, I just remember how I felt. Yeah. I don't really remember either. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that she confirmed, oh, she was confirming what her, what her deal was like, why she was around and she was mm. who she was connected to and like how far down the lineage or future, how, mm. how, how do you say that? How, how far down she's not down. She's in the future. Yeah, like where she is she is she a granddaughter? Is she who she connected to? Um, type of thing, and then why she's showing up right now, and that's to get you to get Jace on a certain path. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we are working together to ensure that the lineage is prepared for her arrival, so that she can step into um her uh like her incarnation and be able to do what she wants to do in that incarnation like be able to play out her purpose and her mission um to the best of her ability but in order for her to do that i need to do certain things in order to get myself and our lineage um ready for her and then you know domino effect into jace and then aubrey probably too like there's a whole line right and mm-hmm. then also making sure jace so jace is aligning with the right partner like the right mother um, and all that sort of stuff. So it, you know, it really hit home the responsibility that we have as, um, light workers and star seeds and, you know, just humans in general, having this experience in to do the healing work, you know, because we are healing our, the lineage for our future ancestors. So it isn't going to be as hard for them as it has been for us. 
And a lot of us came here to do a lot of that healing work. And I remember people saying like part of the part, some, for some people, part of the purpose is to do, to heal their, their lineage. And I was like, oh, that's not me. I feel like my lineage is, is pretty good. Like there's not a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of like alcoholism or, you know, like that sort of stuff, but I can see how literal I was taking that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm like, I can hear people kind of saying like, oh shit, like what if I didn't um, do that? Or what if I didn't pick up on my, you know, future ancestors trying to get my attention? What if I screwed up there? You know, like this is what we say with our own kids in the sense where I'm like, man, I wish I was awakened when I had my children. And so I can just hear somebody saying that. Um, and so it's one of those things where it's like, everything's going to work out the way it's meant to work out. Yeah. You know, so not to put on this uh, pressure to be like, this is your responsibility and you need to do this so that your, you know, great grandchildren come in and you're going along the certain way. I I don't think it's like that. I think, um, you know, obviously if it's meant to be and for your lineage, it is meant to be that you came online when you came online, Mm -hmm. that you are able to pick up on, um, you know, getting these messages, but there was definitely another timeline or reality Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have. And none of that would have come through. So I don't Mm -hmm. think in the sense if anybody's kind of like, Oh my God, like, what if I'm not picking it up? And you take on that pressure. Yeah. Um, if it's meant to be, and it's supposed to be, then, then it's going to be known. But Mm -hmm. if, you know, Mandy was never, if a different timeline happened and she never, connected to this um, future ancestor, then that's what was perfectly timed for whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, talking about that part too, that yeah, and worry. Absolutely, yeah. that's a good point. And not everybody is going to have, you know, a spear baby or a future ancestor working with them as um, intentionally as mm-hmm. I am, for example. Actually, I don't know that we know anybody else that has a spirit baby working with them in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? we're not aware of. Yeah, well, yeah, aware yeah. of. Um, yeah. So it, it's just interesting. And I think also part of the purpose for us to learn about this is so that we can share it. Well, and that's the whole and the thing is, the biggest thing that we've noticed is that there's so many um, parts of our learning that is that we are learning for the purpose of mm-hmm. teaching. So you know, Mandy having like me having a twin flame was, you know, more for, uh, well, whatever, my own individual thing, but as well as to be able to talk and teach about it. Yeah. You having as a future ancestor spirit baby, it's to bring it into our awareness because who freaking knows? I'm like, we may not all of a sudden now be um, maybe spirits redirecting us to be like, okay, now add this into your repertoire of mm-hmm. your readings. And we're now we're bringing this concept to you so that you can be aware of this. And moving forward, we may have how many readings we're like, oh my God, I didn't even know how many people have spirit babies for their future ancestors. Totally. Right. Cause you don't know what you don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So that's where I find it kind of cool. Like, you know, it's kind of like we, in a way our spirit, our soul set us up that we were to experience these things for the purpose of a bigger picture of the teaching part of it too. Right. And, and even just love, like being able to recognize how all the breadcrumbs were placed and how all this awareness was brought to us. Like it was seeded, you know, three, 
three years ago, five years ago, it was seeded. Mm. And then it was kind of brought to the forefront. And, you know, our perspective and awareness was still so little because we were just developing baby intuitives at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And then moving forward five years later, now we're at this point where, you know, I, it was brought into my awareness again. And, and then a teacher came into our awareness to teach us a little bit more. And it all, it was all time divinely. Right. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. now we can look back and be like, oh, okay, I can see how that all lined up so that that information and that awareness could come in the way it was meant to come in so that we could share it. And then, you know, potentially be able to understand that we'll be able to understand that in future readings or maybe teaching or or whatever it is. Yeah. However, it's supposed to be. And that's where it's like also bringing up the fact that, you know, our how what we receive and what our knowledge is is determined by when we're supposed to receive it so you know we are going to constantly transform with how we show up or opinions or things that because what we don't know we don't know Mm -hmm. and we won't know until spirit has decided it's time to drop it into our awareness and so that's where like when we talk about surrendering and healing and all these things, these things evolve um, and these conversations change because we're changing or we're being downloaded with things that spirits like, okay, now, now it's time for this chapter. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like I just like, Mm-hmm. It's almost like that depth that we we saw in that our most recent reading where it was like there's like a there's accessing this layer but then there's so much more depth mm-hmm. to be accessed but that depth comes with time but yeah. come and through that time comes healing and development and a raised perspective and a raised frequency so you can only reach that depth once yeah. you get to a certain point in your development or a certain por- point on your journey, but there is mm-hmm. so much depth to access, not just for that client, but for everybody. Yeah. So you can talk about a subject, same subject, more depth to that subject. Exactly. And that will evolve and change. So I mm-hmm. think that's really cool. And now we have years and years of podcasts, podcast episodes um, <laughs> that we don't have to think about new subjects. We just recycle them. <laughs> recycle them and talk about the new depths (laughs) (laughs) a race perspective around healing (laughs) here's our annual podcast episode around healing (laughs) are you sick of healing yet i know god no it's never gonna it's never gonna stop i know if there's depth to it (laughs) there's depth there's layers layers it's layers (laughs) i know Okay, so that's a good segue actually into the surrendering because we were talking yesterday. You actually did a really beautiful uh, reading. I feel like we keep bringing up your Monday readings because they're so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But so you had pulled a card and you were talking a little bit about how um, like you were really tapping into that energy of being able to release the, um, I guess, the need to understand what's around the corner. Yeah, yeah. It was really... I know it, it. it's funny. So in the card reading, you had picked that card. Yeah. And and when I was uh, reading it and channeling the message, I was like, oh, Mandy's gonna, this is Mandy's card. But then I was like, this is also my card because yeah. it really resonated with me and like the imagery of it. And it was, you know, this aspect of like a windy path in a forest. And, you know, you eventually get to where you can't see beyond one of the bends and it just goes into the forest. And it was really about, you know, 
trusting the path that you're on and you may not know what the future outcome is of that path, mm-hmm. um, but you're not meant to know. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of hit me after the card reading, I was like receiving afterwards. It's like the more you try to know what's around that bend that you can't see, the further away it's going to get and you are stalling yourself mm-hmm. and you are pausing the progression. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, you can see this in so many different aspects of life. So whether that is you and me building a business together. When's it going to get to this point where we can leave the bank and it can sustain us? When is this going to happen? When's this going to happen? You know, and we can get really micro focused on that. Or how are we going to do that? All these things to try to change or understand that outcome that is just out of view for us. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, oh my God, in a way, they're just like, can you just trust us? Can you just trust yourselves that you set yourself up on this path that your higher self set you up on this path. And as long as you continue to follow the breadcrumbs and continue to stay in alignment with what you're doing, know that you're going to get there and it doesn't matter when Mm -hmm. you get there. Um, And I was just like, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but it's also with anything, anything, you know, and I think, and this is kind of like counterintuitive because as, you know, psychics or intuitives, you know, people come to you to be like, tell me when I'm going to meet the love of my life. <laughs> right. And that, uh, and that that's is, such a loaded <laughs> question. I know. What, what kind of lover are you calling in? It yeah. depends on where you're at. Right. It, well, then it depends like, what lesson. Yeah. Like vibrationally, you know. what timeline you're on, what timeline you're moving to. Well, and totally, does that mean that's going to be your love for the rest of your life? Does that mean me being with Kevin, what, I should never have done that because yeah. it didn't end as the love of my life? Right? No, absolutely not. There's beautiful lessons to be had. There was beautiful children to be had. Yeah. Um, all of those things were meant to be. So even a partner that you're with for two years and they cheat and you know you leave and you're like, damn it, I wish I knew never to go. No, but that was part of your plan. Yeah to learn lessons from that. So, you know, and it's one of those things, again, like releasing that, like when, if it's meant for you, it's going to come to you. Yeah. So just trust in that. Yeah. And I think for us specifically, like, so this message has been coming to me recently as well. And I think that card that you pulled on Monday, I've pulled it a few times in the past couple of weeks. So I've been sitting and yeah, I've been sitting with that message and I've been receiving that message very exactly how you expressed it in that reading. And, um, I think for me specifically, it's tied also to, um, my overachiever Mm. and healing that because for so long, I've always, I've always, and then also obviously ties into the money too, right? Like yeah. the money, so wins, many layers, so of... many layers of it. So mm-hmm. it's like this overachiever need to um, understand like what is around that corner so that I can ensure that I'm doing all of the things I need to do in order to get to that spot. Um, yeah. But also I was infusing and this isn't the case this year because I've, this has all come through all the healing I've done in this past year, this awareness has come through. So I don't feel like I'm in this energy for mm. this time around, but um, I can see how I was in that energy before, but there was this energy of desperation around mm. needing to get to a certain point so that I could make enough money to leave the bank. Right. So mm. it was like this, I was just, it was just like, this, like, I don't even know, like, I feel like it's a tumbleweed, like, it's just like all this chaotic energy all 
rolled into one ball and I'm pushing it forward. And like, no, I I'm just so grateful that spirit kept us in a place where we keep going, you know, they're Mm -hmm. giving us enough to keep going, but I could see how these lessons have been presented in order to be able to release that desperation, that overachiever, that need to know. um, And those were hard things to move through. Those are really hard things to move because those are programs that are, you know, we've been programmed to believe since childhood or through, through, through society, through like, um, patriarch, like all that sort of stuff. So unraveling, it's almost like I'm trying to unravel the last 10 years of my life and how I lived the last 10 years of my life. You're trying to undo it. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like these, these things don't just happen overnight. These things, you can't just say like, my, Oh, you know what? I set the intention to release <laughs> this. I don't want this anymore. Bye. <laughs> If it was, I wish so it was easy. that easy. Oh my God. I'm like, I just wish that it was that easy. Yeah. And, you know, I think like with those things, it's like self-awareness is obviously the first part of any of it yeah. is recognizing and be like, holy shit, that is me. I had yeah. a self-awareness yesterday. Um, and that's the thing. It's like these little pings that you will get and you will come across that all of a sudden you're like, boom, that just hit me somewhere. I need to look at that. And, mm-hmm. and yesterday mine was, um, I read some post or was listening to some video on Instagram and it was about, you know, like money and being worthy and feeling worthy of it. And mm-hmm. I realized that I have this, you know, knee jerk reaction of not feel not. And so we, you and I talked about it last night. We, mm-hmm. we realized maybe it's not worthiness. It's more this guilt yeah. of like, why do I deserve more than this person? Yeah. Or there's people that are starving. So me being able to ask you, the universe, ask source and put it out there. Cause that's part of manifesting is obviously like putting it out there and being like, you know, I'm open. I, I want to receive, I want to do all these things. And I feel selfish. Mm-hmm. I feel selfish being able to um, say like, I want this. And then I'm like, Ooh, that's too See, much. You can't even say it. Say it out loud. You can't even say it. Do it. Do it even. I'm calling you on this. Say, say it out loud. Cause it what? makes you so uncomfortable, but we were over, like we were over inflating just for this, just for this, just exercise. For this exercise. And right? I did, I did last night sit there and let myself daydream. So Mandy had said, let yourself, cause it's like, again, it's a very much a knee jerk reaction where mm. I just recoil and I don't want to, um, say it. And so last night I did, I, I sat there and I was like, I'm just going to dream. I'm going to dream about if I was to make excess money, what I could do with that. And I'm going to dream about for myself and I'm going to dream about what I can do for others. Yeah. And, and I did allow myself to sit there and not have like even my analytical mind come in and be like, Oh, that's stupid or come on out. Well, for some, yeah. And for, wait, for some people, when we're talking about, oh my gosh, I'd really love to to be in abundance financially so I can do this for my family and this for humanity. Some people's number is going to be like, wow, I'd really love to make $50,000 this year. Some people's number is going to be like, wow, I'd really like to make $100,000 this year. Some people are going to be 200. Some people are going to be 500. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And everybody's I think, like value of money is different. Yeah, everybody. Well, even just so like, depending on where 
they're out with their own money story, right? So mm. I've had a, I've had the experience of earning over six figures in my previous role, and I got to experience how I could help others and how that felt to be able to go to the store and not worry about spending money to purchase socks or underwear. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was gonna because they're so fucking expensive. Like why are they so oh my expensive? God, it's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. And, and then stupid things to wear, and yeah. I'm like nobody sees them. Hopefully not. <laughs> Ollie doesn't wear underwear, I'm sure. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. I hate underwear. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like, money. for me, my um, my abundance is different than your abundance. But my abundance mm-hmm. makes yours, you, uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, I'd really love for Ali to experience what it feels like to have an overflow of income so that she can help others in the way and it look can look different like we were talking about yesterday how you know you know picking up the tab or buying somebody their gas when you're going on a road trip or not worrying about them paying you back for something silly because you don't need the money or you know what I mean like those are ways that you can help when you have an over overabundance of the income and you don't you don't need to like literally be like here sister here's fifteen hundred dollars to help you with your mortgage payment this month it can be let me pick up your groceries for you this week or um you know like what does your son need for clothing i'm gonna go i'm going to the store let me buy him stuff and then not asking for repayment or but that's yeah like all of that yeah and i guess yeah and that's the thing like i know when we've you know um at the beginning when we were kind of like business planning and and all of that together. And I was like, I just need what my salary is. I just need to be able to pay, you know, that's all I need. And and so so I guess it's just, um, yeah, it's a different concept for me to Mm -hmm. think in that way, but to ask for it. Yeah. I think that's where uh, I get stuck. And so that's where like on opposite spectrums. Totally. I know because you would go like, Oh my God, I put in my, my manifesting journal on whatever portal that this is what I want. I was like, Oh God, we, we don't need that. I I'm think like, I said something like, you know, soul star, multi-million dollar, blah, 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 corporation. And, I was like, and you're yeah, like, Holy please. fuck. And I'm like, I didn't even, I'm like, that literally just came out. Like I, I wasn't like consciously going into my journaling and being like, I want to make multi-million dollars in this. Like who, I don't know. Like that isn't something we need, but wow. What amazing things we could do. To help I know if we did make that much money I know, right? it's not like I know it's so and then I get the whole like logical <laughs> realistic like uh yeah. step it down bring <laughs> <laughs> it in man bring it in man um <laughs> so I allowed myself to be a Mandy last night Good. not that far but no <laughs> a realistic Mandy and think oh what could I do with this and not feel selfish about it but then also then the things that I could do like I've always like I've said I'm like I as a child I wanted to sponsor yeah. a kid and I would like beg my parents can we please sponsor a child in Africa and they're like we can't afford it and like the moment I got a job I started doing that and so mm-hmm. I think there's there's parts of me that want to you know um donate like I donate each paycheck to you know the what do, what, what do I do to Red Cross something is it United uh, Way United Way yeah because yeah. all of these programs and then like the other day I came across this video and there was this doggy and it was so sad oh, and I had, had to donate yeah. <laughs> and I was like oh how it would feel mm-hmm. to be able to donate every time I came across something online that yeah. that 
felt right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that would be so amazing. Yeah. Able to have that financial freedom that every single one that I came across that felt right. Cause again, like the, you know, there's things out there, like obviously I realized through sponsoring a child that I kind of got burned with that, (laughs) that sometimes organizations aren't on the up and up, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like, you know, I'm like, it'd just be so nice to be able to have that financial freedom yeah. to do those things. And, and I was can, like, yeah. we could mm-hmm. have a whole other leg of soul star where it is all charity based, yeah. right. Giving back to communities or to society in some way or another. And that could be like something that you run. I know. I know. I last night I was like, well, charities. So then I was like, fan, what charities would you want to? And I was like, mental illness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. animals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. children, Ooh, and like scholarship. Mm-hmm. And then I started. <laughs> I love it. You went there. You went there. Good job. <laughs> I, went there. I did. I said I would. And I did. Yeah. Yay. Next step is um, to put it on paper so that it can come <laughs> your face. You're like, fucking paper but put it on paper paper, so or you know file it away somewhere in your akashic records we can come in my brain i have so many records and like files in my brain (laughs) well i was reading some of my old journals the other day and i was like wow that like that happened and that happened oh oh my god that happened oh that's kind of cool yeah i won't remember that And it was, it was interesting to watch the, to read about my evolution of my spiritual awakening. Cause I started journaling when I started developing and oh, damn it. Right. See, it can be worth it. And maybe I'll just compile a book or something. I don't know. Oh my God. Maybe. I'm like, but I hate writing. <laughs> you do it on your phone. Just put it on your phone. Yeah. Maybe. maybe like future dreams, like call it like, um, I don't know, make a foldering and put it like future daydreams. To, yeah. <laughs> to be realized or I don't know. Okay. Things that are happening. Yeah. Things on their way. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what else? Where where did that come from? Um, We were talking about surrendering to the path uh, and not needing to know the outcome or how you're going to get there. And I also, I think you said this, but I wanted to reiterate, like our only job is to do what we feel inspired to do. You know what I mean? Like in our work, what we're doing and what we're creating we can get fixated, like you said, on how it's going to work out. Like, how are we going to do this? And when is it going to happen? What do we need to do in order to get there? But what we were receiving most recently from spirit is like, you don't need to know like what's around the corner. All you have to do is worry about doing what you feel inspired to do. So whether that's this podcast topic, whether that's creating a workshop, whether that's creating a new course or, you know, asking to be on somebody else's podcast or doing a community switch or something like that. Like whatever we feel inspired to do is seated by spirit. And that's going to place us in the places that we need to be in order to be seen by the people that need to be, we need to be seen by so that they can come and learn from us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's trusting that inner compass Mm -hmm. that we have and not going away from that. And so that's something, you know, we have also, um, been aware of, and it's been more present in our business decisions is when it does, when it's not a hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean necessarily it's a hell no, but it means we need to pause and understand why it's not a hell. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so maybe how it was first presented. It's not a hell. Yeah. It's not definitely a hell no, but maybe we need to adjust what it is to make it a hell. Yeah. And so 
we've really been trying to focus on that um that aspect of it and you know one of the things that we've re- like i guess my internal compass gets very loud mm-hmm. um at times and then you've gotten frustrated going why is my internal compass not being loud but maybe that's not the role you're supposed to play yeah maybe you're supposed to play the role that throws the spaghetti against the wall <laughs> And every and single so- piece of spaghetti and, <laughs> and you, because it's such a mess out there. I don't know. <laughs> no, but it's like the inspiration, what right? you get yeah. the ideas. I get the throw it out there. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then maybe my job is to have it filter through. You're the like company. the gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like the, get away from me. The door get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> or it's open and she's like, okay, let's think about this. Or it's like a yes. So you get yeah. three, you get three feelings. Get three. It's like a no, no. or a, mm, uh, let's, let's think about this thing about that. Or like, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> know, I'm excited. That was my favorite. Was my favorite. I, I know. So she, so it's kind of stupid that we set it up that she's a cancer yeah. and um, <laughs> emotional and you know what? Woo, just received it. Just received. Don't tell okay. me it's another layer of healing. Cause I'm not <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a lesson oh because you don't like the word. No, you can't mm-hmm. even say no. And so they just, they just showed. Yeah. But they're, <laughs> they just showed this like disassociating with it. Did you see that, that word? Orb. They were just confirming. Okay. We're also posting this to YouTube because this is our new thing. Um, there, I've seen a couple of orbs now. Yeah. But that one was like a greeny blue, I think. Yeah. Greeny blue. Um, but I think that that's part of something that they're wanting you to be able to sit with and be able to disassociate from it and not take it so boom, well, like, how do you do that? It just hits me like literally flows right into but my then energy. What do, what do we say? Then we say, okay, why is it hitting there? Is there something in your childhood that, you know, that dad was an authoritative and when he'd say no, it came across so that, it's, that we always tell people to dig why, because it's just a word. So why is it hitting you somewhere? And then taking that cord and being like, what is that attached to? Because it's attached to something else. I feel like it's every time I hear no, it's different, mm-hmm. like in a different area, but it's the energy of the word no, that feels so you, abrupt. How can you change it? Yeah, I'll have to sit with that for sure. And I've, I've sat with it a little bit, but I haven't gone deep into it for sure. Because um, not everybody is, because nobody likes the word, nobody likes to be told no, right? A child, yeah. an adult, whatever. Nobody likes to be told no, yeah. but not everybody feels it so harshly. Yeah. And not every, and so, and the reason why I know you feel it so harshly is because you have a hard time even saying it to your kids, not to say that your kids don't get told, you no, you're not doing that, I have but tactics. there's something, yeah, there's something <laughs> attached to it that you even have a hard time saying no, yeah. that it's like, okay, where's that connected to? Yeah. And so that kind of leads into the self-reflection, um, being able to be self-reflective in the moment and understand, um, and it becoming like this automatic thing. So mm-hmm. like, I've noticed a shift where now, whenever I feel, whether it's jealousy, whether it's, um, like, I'm trying to think like one of them is in my head that is like with my ex-husband, Kevin, and, I get like a gut punch in my solar plexus. And so 
understanding where it is on the body. Mandy has been drilled that into <laughs> me because I'm like, I don't know. You're welcome. Thank you. It's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember one day like dropping the kids off and, and at their dads and leaving. And I, I think it was like something like, no, I'm not going to come to this event or something like that. And, and it hit and I was like, um, and so, but in that moment I was like, okay, why is that bothering you? And so having this automatic, like understanding, instead of just doing it, like letting it happen and just carry on my day and just, you know, have that little, like, every time you think about it, you're like, Mm -hmm. um, it's like, it's like sitting there and going, okay, but why is that bothering you? So I'm not denying it's bothering me. I'm physically feeling this bothering me. Mm -hmm but what is causing that? And mm-hmm. so, you know, I've sat there and it's not to dismiss it because that we want to feel our feels. Um, but I remember like sitting there and being like, okay, why is it? Okay. It's hitting my self-worth. Why is it hitting my self-worth? This has, I can logically think of, you know, the reasons why this person would want to say no or whatever. It has nothing to do with me, but it's still hitting me. Yeah. And so, but it's like, you know, digging and following that, um, cord to where it's kind of is rooted at and started at so it's not necessarily him and that whole situation it's it's triggering and highlighting something within me a wound that is just being triggered with that sense and has nothing to do with the scenario right right and so it's understanding that but this is something that you know both of us have noticed over you know our awakening how that has become such an automatic Mm-hmm. thing for us mm-hmm. and which is amazing because now I realize like we're healing in the moment yeah you know so when you're able to be that self-aware and this is where I would love for everybody to get to a point where they can be self-aware in the moment mm-hmm. because then you can pick up like when we say healing it's not these like this is this was something beautiful that you'd said in the reading last night and was like like, aha, when we say healing, it doesn't mean it has to be like this traumatic thing in your childhood or this traumatic thing that happened to you. And you need to heal that. It's the small things. Yeah. And it's mostly the small things. <laughs> it's it's the programs. Yeah. It's the things that are just automatically become you that you realize like, that's not, it's the people pleaser. It's the yeah. overachiever. It's all of these things that just make us up that we are not even aware of. Mm-hmm that we need to look at healing. Yeah. And that healing, like that awareness comes over time and through the waking process, but through, through the process of raising your perspective and raising your vibration and being Mm. able to, you know, see things in that way or be able to, because a lot of people will just put their heads in the sand and be like, Oh no, Mm. no, 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 no. That's not, that's not a, that's nothing I need to look at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but being able to recognize when it does hit you in the energy and Mm -hmm. why it hit you in the energy and being able to heal that, you know, on not even necessarily on the spot. Like a lot of times we will be like, okay, but if we don't have the time Mm -hmm. to really reflect on that in the moment, we will come back to it. Yes. Or it will be presented to us again in another way to remind us to come back to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I remember having, um, you know, like going through the separation and stuff, there's going to be firsts. And I remember uh, somehow knowing that Kev was off at a bar or something like that. And, you know, it was like, I got the gut punch. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember like all night, 
you know, when you just have that nagging thing that you're like, what am I upset about? And you're yeah, like, yeah, and then you remember and you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, that would it. And so I remember like that night being like, okay, what the fuck? Um, let's sit with this. Why, why is it making you feel this way? You know, and I can sit there and rationally be like, you know, you don't want to be with him. You know that this is going to happen. Like, where is this coming from? And and sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just sitting with it mm-hmm. and um, allowing it to allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable. Because I remember in that moment sitting there and I was like, yeah, you know, it's definitely hitting a bit of self-worth, not really a rational, you know, it wasn't really rational because in the sense it's like, well, dude, he's going to move on eventually or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? It's okay to sit there and just feel sick about it. Mm -hmm. And I just remember saying to myself, you're okay. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you're okay. Cry it out. You're okay. And you know, the next day it passed and I was like, okay. I'm like, I felt the feels. Yeah. Like I didn't stuff it away. I didn't try to be like, you know, we, we can sit there and be angry or we can try to find a different emotion to like stuff it away. And it was like, no, I was allowed to feel sad and uncomfortable in that moment. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then I was able to release it. Yeah. That reminds me of two things. So like the, the one thing that when you talk about that sort of stuff and you're kind of like feeling sick about it and you're like, and, um, but allowing yourself to sit in, in that energy and just, you know, reflect on it. One of the things that I like to do if I, if I need to release that feeling um, is a cord cutting. Mm-hmm. So being able to cut that cord between you and the person that's making you kind of feel that way mm-hmm. um, can be very helpful when you're trying to release it and, and heal it. But yeah. the other thing kind of brings us to the next point that we were talking about, and that's being authentic, mm-hmm. right? So we talk a lot about being like, I don't even know if we talk a lot about this, but it is talked about a lot within the community um, is living authentically. And, you know, we see authenticity in the throat chakra that's connected to the throat chakra, being able to speak your truth, being able to, um, communicate clearly and all that sort of stuff. But one of the things like we, one of the concepts that we do talk about a lot is vibration and frequency and how emotions tie to these vibrations and these frequencies. And we always say like the name of the game is to raise your frequency so that you can raise your perspective so that you can connect to spirit and your higher self and you can heal all these things. That is the point. Like that is the process that is, you know, part of our awakening journey. However, there's going to be times when we are sitting in a low vibration and we are having emotions of that guilt, that shame, that anger, that frustration, especially, especially about what's going on in the world right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's bringing up a lot of this. A lot of us are fearful. A lot of us are angry. A lot of us are confused. Like there's all of these lower vibrational emotions that are tied to a lot of that and a lot of the healing. Um, but what we want to make it clear and something that's kind of, was kind of like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like, obviously we need, people need to be able to sit in their emotions, even if they are of low frequency, like when we're doing that self-reflection and you just kind of allowed yourself to be like, okay, I'm just going to sit with this uncomfortable feeling so I can heal it and I can get through it. And that is part of what we need to do. But you were being so authentic Mm. to yourself in that moment. Yeah. You weren't faking it and you weren't being like, you know what? No, I'm fine. It's not hitting me in my solar. Like we're good. Mm. I'm okay. And, and so many, and like, 
you've I've seen that like I've done it yeah um where so many people where especially with relationships mm-hmm. or somebody like when it hits our self-worth it's like we can get very kind of like I'm fine and mm-hmm. do what he wants like I'm good I'm like yeah. I you know and we we pump ourselves up yeah um about that but that's your you're bypassing the emotion yeah you're, you're trying to and yeah. it's like and all you're doing is creating this narrative that it's like but no you're not mm-hmm. you're not fine and that's okay to mm-hmm. to not be fine so let's not um let's not fake that mm-hmm. there's no need to fake it and you know there might be times where you need to come back to revisit it because you don't have the opportunity really to like focus on that emotion because maybe mm-hmm. you're driving the kids to school or you're at some yeah <laughs> you're not gonna be like <laughs> or you're at like a Christmas party or something and you're just like you know what I mean like there's going to be times where you can't really allow yourself the the time to to focus on it but you need to come back to it and I've even seen this with friends who have been you know you know doing the work and they're, they're starting to go through this awakening process and pay attention to their frequency but they they're like, it's clear that they're just pretending that everything's okay. And there's a fake happiness going on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everything's great. How are you? Everything's fine. Do you know what I mean? Good, 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 good. They yeah. present like everything is cool. But what, what's happening is that that's putting them in even, even lower frequency because they're just, there's just like this void there. There's no connection to their authentic emotions. So, mm-hmm. well, and I guess like I see different layers of, of that because like, sometimes they just don't feel comfortable sharing that, you know, mm-hmm. I know for myself, there's some people I will share that with. And there's some people that, you know, it's like, no, I'm going to, I'm good. Thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. But that's, oh, yeah. they don't have the, that we're not close enough to have that privilege of me mm-hmm. being like, you know what? I'm fucking shitty. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> you imagine going into face. work and they're like, good morning, Allison. How are you? Uh, I feel like a piece of shit. Thanks. <laughs> Don't talk to me today. Yeah, get back to me. Go take a client in. Hi, come on in. How are you today? Good. How are you? <laughs> Feel crappy. Yeah. I'm miserable. Yeah. Let me project this all over you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, you know, so and you and you're right. There are some. There are people, and I know for myself, like part of it is people please. Part of it is people pleasing, but um, the other part of it is like sometimes you do need to fucking fake it to make it. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know. You don't. I don't know. I guess I look at things like, you know, if we, if I'm going into work and I'm in a shitty mood, I'm not going to come in and make everybody else feel like a piece of shit because no. I'm feeling that way. You yeah. know, I'm going to come in, I'm going to be respectful. Maybe I'm not going to be my jovial self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be more quiet, but I'm going to be respectful. And mm-hmm. I think there's, so there's like this, you know, this line of like being authentic to yourself, but also, you know, knowing like, where when and where it's like safe or good to to be authentic I think it's just not skipping over it like Um, I said going back going back to make sure that you give yourself that time totally to reflect and and sort out what the emotion that you're sitting in and allowing yourself to sit in that emotion absolutely and so like I had a perfect example of that was when there was last week of being in my marital home and we were getting it all ready to go and up until that point I was very good with making sure that if I needed to cry I cried and all of those things Mm -hmm. but that last week was so freaking busy 
but it was also, there was a ton of stuff coming at me because mm. it was that last week. Yeah. And I remember being like, I don't have time right now to mm-hmm. break down. Mm-hmm. I just don't have time. Um, because it kind of felt like if I did, I would just be a mess and I had shit to do. And so I remembered like being like, I recognize it's there. It wants to come out and I'm shelving it. And I'm putting it to the shelf until everything calms the fuck down and I can take it off the couch and cry it out type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but again, it's being aware that it's there and knowing to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. What are you what looking else? at? You looked bored. I was, I was what? <laughs> You're like this. Yeah. Stop <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this story 5,000 times. Just Fuck kidding. off. <laughs> I was I know, looking we hear, at our notes. We hear each other's stories 5,000 times. Yeah, because we talk about it with each other like a few times first. And then if and then maybe <laughs> it makes it to the podcast. I don't well, know. Sometimes it makes it to the podcast. Sometimes it makes it to our students. Sometimes <laughs> it's like all of these different things because we're living examples of, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's like, then I know it's like, sometimes I'm like, come on, just give us some. No, actually don't. Don't give me any new. I don't need any new inspiration for for healing no, let's just healing topics keep, keep using the same topics I'm fine <laughs> with it I don't need any new ones <laughs> I know all right yeah. did we do everything I think we talked like... about a lot of it yeah so we touched on surrendering to the past not really needing to know being able to release the need to know yeah. what's next or how it's going to work out and just doing your only job is to like pick up those breadcrumbs and do what you feel inspired to do because that will put you into the places that you need to be in order to attract the people that are going to come to you. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about healing our lineages, how interesting and cool that concept is. And, you know, the sense of responsibility that can come with that. Um, Mm -hmm. And also um, I really like the idea of restarting that lineage, like restarting that magic, the, the magic within the lineage. Yeah, because um, it's been lost with the witch wound. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just so much shit happening. <laughs> so much healing, so much awareness, so much so much purging. Magic. Yeah, I know. Love it's it. beautiful. One, it's like you see that purging on a collective level Yeah, with so much disruption in the world. And then you see it on a personal level too, mm-hmm. where people mm-hmm. are letting go of jobs or letting go of relationships mm-hmm. or, you know, and it's and it feels chaotic and messy. Yeah. But it's like that needs to happen. Yeah. I really, I'm interested to see how 2024, like when we read into 2024, because I know for 2023, we're really connected to the idea that a lot of people are going to be asked to release so much um, in 2023 that they can't take into 2024 with them. So for you, that was a marriage. For me, that was a job. That was a lot of like limiting beliefs and patterns and all that sort of stuff. So I know. I'm so excited to see what 2024. I'm hoping it's lighter because well, we're like all lighter. Last... Like there was yeah. a lot of baggage we dropped in 2023. <laughs> yeah. So that is just like these last few years. It's just been like, oh, uh-huh, we're in for another tough one. And you're I... like, I know. Great. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm exciting like, again. Sometimes I forget that we it's on camera too. <laughs> That's and good. then I'm like making faces. <laughs> how you entertain people yep. well, that's, how you, that's usually how you entertain me but usually <laughs> people can't see it 
<laughs> so animated and my therapy session the other week I'm like I don't know what I did but he just started laughing and he was like what was that face <laughs> and I don't even realize I do it I was yeah. like oh well I'm now like, you I know just do them now yeah. you can watch it back I don't want to watch I don't want to watch it back <laughs> um okay let's wrap this up fine Oh, okay. So before we do that, though, um, we are gearing up for our Ooh, next. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. Tell um, everybody what's happening. Oh, my God, Mandy. So loud. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just lick your mic? God. <laughs> does this bother you, Allie? Yes, it does. I can't handle um, Okay. So we are gearing up to open up our soul activating journey again. So we only do this twice a year. Um, we are getting to the end of this latest one. We're just started uh, soul star healers. They're learning all the healing modalities. Um, so in January, we're going to start it over. So um, I don't know when the, no, the interest list is always there. Yeah. So if you are interested at all, you're not committing to it, but if you are interested, sign up because we always give, um, the first extra love, extra love to the interest list. We open it up to you first. We give, you know, little somethings, yeah. <laughs> whether it's a discount, whether it's a discount and a little gifty gift, whatever, it's yeah. something. Um, so if you're kind of like, maybe, um, you know, put your name on there and then you can decide after the fact. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's this gorgeous, gorgeous, <laughs> uh journey I'm so good at describing things Mandy's so much better uh it's because my brain is going everywhere other than what I'm saying um but it takes you like you're learning energy you're learning how to read the chakras how to feel into paths um how to understand your own energy and so you can do things like this self-reflecting um in the moment type mm -hmm. of thing where because you you understand when there's a shift within your own energy um you know the akashic records and past lives and healing like it's just this like amazing journey so whether you're like i want to learn how to do it because i want to do what you guys do perfect for you if you're learning because you're like i don't really give a crap about reading other people but i want to know and get to, connected to my soul um better and understand and do these healings and all this for myself perfect for you. It's a beautiful healing journey. And um, yeah, it's, it's getting you more connected to your soul and your soul's purpose. And it's really Re cool. Reclaiming your power. Yeah. Reclaiming it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're doing that. And then we also are teaching Reiki levels one and two in January virtually. So online. yeah, well, and we do the soul activating journey online too. So again, yes. anywhere in the world, we have somebody from Australia yeah. right now. Hey, Claire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> Stop. Stop talking. Stop <laughs> rambling. Allison. Holy shit balls. <laughs> Anyways, keep your eyes, keep your eyes open on our Instagram and in our community. And if you're in one or the other, um, because we'll be talking a little bit more about it and we would love to have you join us if you're interested. And if you are ready for 2024 to be like a fully expand, expanding and activating year for you, this is a great, this is a great journey yeah. for you to, to start on. So we will wrap it up here. Please and share you can find us at Soul Star Energy Collective. <laughs> 
please share a your coat behind the animal veil. Oh, we have to make sure we tell them you can find it at soulstarenergycollective.com. Well, everything's in the show notes. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> share us with your friends. If you enjoy these episodes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.